You're listening to SM Media, the number one place for exclusive content. Hi everyone and welcome to the latest episode of the Scottish Football Show Extra right here on SM Media. I'm Scott McPike, it's an absolute pleasure to be your host as always. It's a comic special this week, we've actually got a wee bit of a different setup. Usually as you, as you know if you're a regular viewer of this show we do it with a, a manager and a player from the, one of the teams in the West of Scotland Premier Division. We haven't been able to obviously do that, obviously due to the manager situation at Cumnock which has only been resolved as of yesterday. So we're delighted to be joined by... The Cumberland captain, Kyle McCausland. Kyle, it's a pleasure to welcome you back on to the show. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us again, Scott. Thank you, mate. Absolute pleasure. I'm really looking forward to this. And we're also delighted to be joined by the Cumberland goalkeeper, Kieran Hughes. Kieran, how are we? I'm all good, Scott. Aye, pleasure to be on, mate. It's a pleasure to have you on. We're looking forward to this. Obviously, we'll we'll touch a bit in the manager situation later on. Obviously, it's been a bit of a hectic few weeks, but we'll touch a wee bit in the, the season so far. 13th in the league, seven wins, one draw, 10 defeats, 22 points. Kyle, was it safe to say it's been there's been good points and not so good points so far in the season? I think it's easy to say that, Scott, to be honest with you, mate. Um, you, don't, you don't need to look too hard at the league table and the games you've won, the games you've been beat, to, to realise that. Um, it's been obviously off inconsistent for a lot of the season. You go, I mean, the team teams have beat this year. You go and beat Bede, go beat Pollock. Um, go beat Buffs, go beat Darvel. I mean, unlucky against Talbot. I mean, up to an out half time, and then you go and like say last week there, you get beat by obviously Rutherland. So it's highs and lows, and that's obviously something as a as a squad and as a team that we obviously need to get better at. Kieran, what's it been like, obviously coming into Cumnock, and what's been your thoughts in the overall season so far? Eh, uh, ups and downs, as Kyle's mentioned. See, to go and win against probably like the not to say the better teams league, but the teams that you maybe not expect to pick up three points and we went and done that uh, against majority of them. And then obviously maybe let us say I was doing in some other games. I think uh, there's plenty of positive stuff to take out of the season. There's plenty of games still to play at. I generally think there's a lot of confidence still to come into the team. So, but aye, it's been ups and downs, but aye, I'm sure we'll get there eventually. I, I mean, the season started well in the league, obviously. The 1-0 home win to Bees and a 4-1 away win to Rossville. Kyle, okay, we couldn't have started any better after two games. Definitely not. I mean, obviously, first game of the season, Bees. I mean, Bees are a right good, good team. Obviously, with, with, with Butch being the, the manager now as well. Um, it's obviously a, a new thing for him. But, I mean, Bees, it's a, a hard place to go to. And when you're playing home against them, I mean, they're a hard team to play. Um so to take them up, obviously one they won first game of the season against a team who is usually there or thereabouts for, for winning leagues and winning cups. I mean, it was a, it was a great start. Second game, as you said, Ross failed to, to win 4 one I think that game as well, I mean, it could have been six or seven or eight, I think as well. It was a, it was a really good performance. Um, and it was, a, as you said, it was a, a cracking start to the season. You then one goal conceded in the first two games. It, it looked pretty good at the start, didn't it? Well... When I first joined, it was actually six games, no goals. And then to follow on to that, it was the first two games, it was looking well. well obviously, one goal conceded in the first two. So, uh, And to be honest with you, the first goal was that we conceded that year was a penalty as well. So you're looking at maybe two clean sheets that could have been 
if it was the for a daft left back jumping in. But, <laughs> uh, I we started started brilliantly and we were looking up in the league to be honest with you. I think we were sitting third at one point. So Tony at the time was actually mentioning to we had a game in the Wednesday night and if we won that, maybe to go first or second. So um I it was a great start to be honest with you. But as I say, the the, the next couple of games are a bit a bit tougher. Cumberland played back in the next two games. They were both defeats. The the Cumberland defeat at home must have been disappointing, Kyle. A, a three one defeat in the after you had such a good start. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it was not it wasn't a great team performance, but the the kind of three one I suppose kind of flatters them a wee bit. I mean, the last kind of five ten minutes you're chasing the game to try and make it two two. They break made the last last kick of the ball to make it three one. So as obviously as for it as, um, but it was obviously really disappointing to. As you said, obviously to, to win against B, to win comfortable against Rossville, your first two games, then go and lose your next two. Kieran, would you go along with that? The two defeats to Cumberland and Clyde Bank after such a good start were quite disappointing. I I think in the Cumberland game, if I remember right, we lost an early goal, and uh, I think that was the first time we went behind at the start of another game. So we kind of maybe tested this a wee bit. Uh, we didn't get a man sent half in the second half as well. So it was a, it was a tough struggle, to be honest with you, that Cumberland game. The Clyde Bank game, uh, so I've, I've kind of loved this goal doing the boys scored an absolute world day for 45 years. And I've, every time I get into my work, it gets mentioned to me. So I've not lived that one. <laughs> so I, that was a, the two games back to back were, were tough. But I say the boys bounced back at the weekend there, I'm sure, if I remember right. Um, and that's kind of what it was like at the start of the season, a wee bit up and a wee bit down. So I. And Lags, obviously, he's going to Lags and pick up a massive 2 1 win, and then the, the two losses to Rob Roy and Meadow. Kyle, that Lags game was obviously a big win. Was it, was it disappointing as well that he's couldn't kind of build in that against Rob Roy and Meadow? Aye, same again. It's, you, you obviously want to put a run of games together. I mean, especially obviously earlier in the season. I mean, if you put the games there, you go one, four, five out of your first seven. I mean, it stands in great stead, I mean, for the rest of the season. Um, Obviously, as you said, obviously at the beginning, us being ups and downs, um, and that's something obviously we need to work on. Kieran, obviously that lags win was a big result for the, the dressing room. Would you go along with that? Obviously, the, a big result against a team who probably would have been the, the similar targets to you at the start of the season? Uh, 100%. See, if you get into lags and you pick up three points and, and the wind machine, it's, it's not an easy place to go, to be honest with you, next to the water. So... <laughs> Aye, we done well. We never looked in doubt in that game, to be honest with you. And I think that was maybe the most comfortable I felt we played that full well, the full start of that season there. Um, they never really troubled as we went. Turn it up. You stupid go to the start of the second half. But apart from that, aye, we done well. The next three games were, were all one nils. Two went for you, one went against you. The home wins against Pollock and the Buffs and a loss to Hurlford. Kyle, they are two massive wins against two mm-hmm. teams who are expected to contend. They must have been a massive boost of confidence. Same again. I mean, it's similar to the Beath game. I mean, it's it's a game where if you're picking up a point, you're taking it. If you pick up three, I mean, you're, you're buzzing. Um, again, two good, good performances for the team, for the boys. Um, obviously, you're hoping that maybe that's you can maybe turn the corner a wee bit. Again, harder teams. Uh, the Hurlford game, I mean, I, I think in all my years, in fact, when that's the angriest I've been, I think obviously Big Cairn will tell you that. I was putting a bottle of, a bottle of water through the changing room wall, um, screaming and shouting, but that's been kind of the story of the season, really. It's been, you go and do well, and then you do, do all right for a couple of games, a couple of games you're not doing so well. 
Aye, I would say that uh, frustration was kind of built up, wasn't it, Kyle? Mm-hmm. To the fact that like you go and do so well against Paul, yeah. going do so well against the uh, and then he kind of throw that away against Hurlford. Because I didn't think Hurlford were a better team than us on the night. Nah. You Same again. We we maybe six, maybe seven one-on-one chances. Aye. And their goalie. To be fair, he didn't save the ball. We kicked the ball off him. That's, that's what it was like. It was hitting uh, off his head, hitting off his elbow, hitting off his stomach. I mean, it wasn't any great saves. It was what were world the saves or whatever. That was a frustrating thing. Um, to obviously get beat a game where we did dominate and you didn't take the three points at the end of the day, that sort of matters. Kieran, would you go along with that? There were the, it was two massive wins at home and obviously you kept two clean sheets. How big were they for, for yourself and obviously for the team? Definitely, aye. It's, it's, if you give your guys a clean sheet to go and build on something, then you've, you've already got yourselves a point there, haven't you? So that's probably the main thing that we look for that in the two games. Give yourselves a, uh, the strike to go and build on something, get us three points, in which you did. Um, I say the horrible one disappointed me, the fact that we did have that many chances and it just was a case where we couldn't get the ball in the net. We could probably score played for a fortnight and no scope. <laughs> the game, so, aye, I think the season's, I say, well, only... Not even halfway through, and we are due to gear team are doing, I think. So, hopefully, that will come soon. <laughs> the Talbot game obviously couldn't have started any better. It was two now at half time. Okay, what happened? What, what went wrong in the second half? I think, similar to what Kearns just said there, I think we could talk for two weeks about what was wrong with it, and you wouldn't put your finger on it. Um, I think it's, it's the credit to Talbot. Do you know what I mean? It's what Talbot have done for, for years. I mean, second half, playing to 95th minute, never beat, never never die attitude kind of thing. Um, an unbelievable start to got 2-0 at home. Same again, Talbot were, weren't even in it in the first half. But it was the, the proper cliche of the game of two halves. You go through being very, very comfortable, dominating the game to the second half, terrible. I mean, there's no, there's no other words or anything else to say about it. Just terrible. Kieran, 2-0 up at half-time against Lock and Lake. It couldn't have went any better. Second half, no so much. To be honest with you, Scott, I don't think I touched the ball in the first half. I was loving it. <laughs> it's like you play against Talbot it's an onslaught for 90 minutes. So, you're the granted half-time with 2-0 up. You're thinking, that's going to be a chance here. But, as, as Kyle says, it, the second half was... Never felt pressure like it. It was 44 minutes of just total dominance, to be honest with you. But... I think we could have maybe squeezed out a draw if we just done a few better things. And uh, but I, I'm sure we we'll maybe get revenge on the end of the season somewhere. <laughs> it couldn't have been any better, though, Kyle, to come back for that that game to obviously beat Darvo away one now. That must have been a massive result. It was a it was a great game, obviously, to, to play in. Do you know what I mean? Um, I think the the after the disappointment in the Talbot game, I mean, to go and play against Darvo, who I mean. It's obviously well documented about how everything's happening there with uh, the park, with changing rooms, where the players are bringing in um, a lot of right, good, good players. I mean, to go and play against a team that uh, their expectation is to go and win the league. I mean, to go and challenge, to go and do big things in Scottish football, um, to go and beat, obviously, Darvel 1-0 away. I mean, it was a great result. Um, it, was a, it was a good performance again. I think, I think, Kieran will probably say the same. I, I can't really remember the big man making a save. I mean, it was quite a comfortable game. As defenders as well, I was I was quite surprised at how comfortable it was for us. We weren't really under a, a, a kind of 
barrage of uh, goals and shots and crosses. It was, I mean, I think the possession starts for them would have been through the roof. I mean, but us as a team, we were, we were hard to beat that day. And it was, you were happy with them having the ball 50, 60 yards away for your goal. I mean, they're not going to score for there. They're not going to do anything for there. But in and around the box, I mean, they've got right quality, quality players that will, that will cut you open. And if you give them half a chance, I mean, they'll take it. Aye, definitely. Kieran, would you go along with that? The, the Darwin game was a massive win for, for the club and obviously the, they couldn't have been any better, obviously going there and picking up a massive three points. Oh, 100%. Aye, it's, it, Darvo, similar to Paul, can go in in games where I feel like we were hard to beat, resolute, and I don't think we've showed that in other games, to be honest with you. But aye, it was a great three points and, and that was another one you think you've maybe turned the corner. But Aye. <laughs> the league obviously kind of after that kind of Darvo game it was a, it was true next the 4-3 defeat my one of my pals that were at the game said it was end-to-end stuff and anybody could have won it yeah. would you go along with that Kyle? Same again it was it was a game where I think every time you were at the park you felt that you were going to score and I think when they were attacking you're like by the way they're going to score here or not yeah. I mean I think that the game could have finished <laughs> in 20 each um, it was just one of the games um, a decent standard, good goals. Um, but I just, just a, a, a open, open game. I mean, and I think it was obviously it was during the week for that game as well. So it was that just a weird, weird feeling. Kieran four three against Strun. That's game where the it was non stop. Yeah, that is. <laughs> Did it feel non stop? Just I was like, aye, it was. It was a. A right ding donger to be fair. Yeah, I it was as Kyle says it was the end end stuff. He kind of get a breath for for watching the ball going in the net. I <laughs> <laughs> and it was to be honest with you, that's another game that goes either way, and you get your three points. And then on the night the Troon walked away with three points, which I felt like. But teams like that coming to your home ground and picking up three points, scoring four, four goals, it's to be honest with you, I don't, I don't think it's acceptable, but. Well, I think we'll, we'll get there, eh? We'll get there. You pick up a good 3 now one against Blantyre as well, Kyle. Was that a, is probably the, the best performance of the season? Um, I, I think it'd be close between that and the Rossville game, the second, the second game of the season. Um, I think the both of them, it was it was, it was a comfy game. So it was obviously the 3 now. Um, again, could have scored four, five, six, seven. Um, made it a right, right, convincing scoreline. I didn't really feel we were troubled too much in defence. Similar again, can I remember Kieran making very many saves. Um, but I it was it was a, a same again, it was a, a good reaction, obviously, to the, the disappointment of the Trin game. Kieran, good result against Blantyre. Are we happy with it? Yeah, aye, that's probably up there with the most comfortable game we've played. Knocked the ball a bit well, used the pitch space and that well. Boys up the top, scoring three goals. Got to be happy with that. That was obviously your, your last one of the season in the league. The the draw against Bonnet, was that disappointing, Kev? It was disappointing for me, aye, because I think I last it was at four minutes into that game. <laughs> uh, a concussion, been event, Saki Tatties, fucking American sniper at the side of the park. Um, <laughs> so, obviously, for, for, for likes of that game there, uh, it was only until, when was it, the Monday or the Tuesday, whenever it was, to kind of watch the highlights to actually see much about the game. Um, but a, a disappointing defeat, a, uh, to to lose a goal, obviously in the, the last kick of the ball, basically half the guy's arse and and Gian. I mean, it was 
it was obviously a badging. Um, I, I didn't realise that Tony and Branco get sent off. I <laughs> 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 couldn't tell you about that. Uh, but I, as I say, I think obviously Kieran will be able to tell you a bit better about that game. Kieran, fellas, in that bonding game, what happened? Uh, well, I was at the side of the park with Tony and Branco. I'd broke my ribs against Toon, so I was out for that game. So I had no frustration and I kind of bought it. But the 60th minute, the two of them just boiled over. And frustrating performance. And the coaches at the side did the exact same thing. And you could just see Branco went to the right, Tony went to the left, and they stood behind the barriers and watched the game from there. <laughs> But uh, that was good for the fines. Eh? We got a we cut a quid for the team there. Oh, and... <laughs> we'll so that was we'll touching that night earlier because a few stories with patches about that. The three <laughs> defeats later on, obviously the next three league games: Clyde Bank, Kilburnley, and obviously rather going at the weekend. How disappointing is that spell being Kyle? And how big is it to get, could I get out of that spell as quickly as possible? Well, definitely. Um, I, I think it's. I mean, it's, it's easy to see that the, the as you said, the league position that you're in. This season, with we, we seven teams get in, I mean, you, you don't need to be the worst team in the league to get relegated this year. You can have a, a, a good run of games, good points, good wins, whatever. Says, but if you're the 12th and 13th team in the league, I mean, you're struggling. And that's the, the, the be-all and end of it, do you know what I mean? So to, to obviously been beat the last few games is something that you want to change quickly. Um, obviously, we... The new manager and that coming in, um, you're hoping obviously it gives kind of the team a lift, gives the boys a lift, and uh, you start putting a, a good run of games together. Aye, I would agree with that. Kieran, what was your what's your thoughts being in the, the latest run, the kind of three league defeats? Has it been disappointing? And how big has it to kind of get out of that rough? Aye, I see nobody in the changing rooms happy about the last couple of results, and obviously the latter ones caused Tony to get to lose his job over it and I think us as a dressing room needs to take responsibility the fact that Tony was the head of us and he's lost his job due to our, our own downfall in the park um, in a way that the last few results aren't good enough we need to now look forward to the next three and hope that we can now turn the corner pick up nine points and get ourselves up the league table because at the start of the year it was, no, it was noted in the dressing room that it's not just going to take maybe a good run of games. You're going to, need to be constantly on the ball here with seven yeah. down. So maybe like a bad month could see you right in deep in trouble. So hopefully the last three has been bad, but I say we need to look forward to the next three and try and get nine points and get ourselves up the table. I will touch a bit on your cup runs as well. The Scottish Cup was obviously a big one for the club to get into and obviously you drew for Martin. A 2-2 draw away. Kyle, that must have been a big kind of boost that you could maybe get the job done at Townhead. But the first, we'll touch a bit in the, the first game, the game up there. How, what went, what, what kind of happened that day? Um, it was a kind of interesting game again. It was a game where I thought we probably could have and probably should have actually won it out there, to be honest with you. Um, you obviously let ourselves down in the second game, but I mean, it was a senior Scottish, I mean, it was. I mean, an unknown for the club, an unknown for obviously a lot of the boys. Um, no one went to expect. I mean, don't get me wrong, good, good team. Um, a lot of boys there in loan for Aberdeen and Inverness and kind of Ross Counties and stuff. So it was a, it was a good standard, good game. But um, ultimately, we, we, we let ourselves down that day. You're in that game up at uh, for Martin. What was that like for you? Uh, it was an up and down game. It was a game where I felt in spells we were 
we were brilliant. Say the part was excellent, so it suited us down to a tee to get the ball down and play. But for Martin held their own, say that that wasn't their first time in the Scottish Cup like ourselves. So they were, mm-hmm. I sort of say, a well-oiled machine. But second goal myself, I thought I could have done better. And that was the kind of turning point of the time, to be honest with you. So when I say I was a wee bit hard on myself coming down in the bus. And then the following week, it was a tough day at the office, to be honest with you. Aye, that game obviously at Townhead was was five one at home. Were they just a far better team? Kind of won the day. Aye, definitely, yeah, definitely. They were. It was a completely different team you played for the first game. Like I said, um, a lot more comfort in the ball. Not I mean passing the ball, but spraying the ball, but um, good finishes. Aye, it was. There was a proper. Um, a proper game where you, you dominated. I mean, the better team won. I mean, there's nothing, nothing wrong to. To put your hands up and say that. I mean, you're not going to win every game, but um, as I said, it was a it was a good occasion, great occasion for the for the club, great occasion for for the boys, the fans, and stuff. But I hopefully there's there's more of that to come. Aye, absolutely. Obviously, Kieran, that result against for Martin at home was that disappointing for for yourselves and five goals? Aye, that was it was a tough day to be honest with you, and they scored quite early on as well. So it was, it was an uphill struggle to start with. But as Kyle says, that's a learning experience for the boys. Maybe it's a couple of them's the first time in the senior Scottish, maybe a wee bit of pressure on them. So hopefully next year, if we're in the same position again, we can react better and maybe get a wee into the second round, third round, we get a wee run for the club. Uh, the, the South was obviously another disappointment losing to Blantyre. Kyle, okay, especially after beating them in the league, how disappointing was it to lose it in the Cup too? I think it's probably the worst game that I've ever been involved in in all my days playing football. It was... It was terrible. I mean, it was same again. You could talk about that game for for two weeks. Um, it was it was the game after uh, the Bonneton game, so I missed obviously with the, the concussion. But watched it to the side of the park, and first thing I said after the game, said to my dad, was that like, we've not been that bad all season, surely? Because I get the first game you've actually properly watched. Mm-hmm. It was oh, it was terrible, terrible. Um, for same again for everybody on the park. It was not it was just into one, one or two boys. It was, I mean, a full eleven. The boys that came on. I mean, it was, it was brutal. Kieran, what went wrong in the park that day? Don't want to make excuses, but the park. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, um, I see. I was at the side of the park as well. I was still recovering from injury at the mm-hmm. time. On on the park, it just looked like it was just a battle of who could win second balls, and we were we were we were second to most of them, and that was the reason maybe. The defeat came. It was a it was a tough day. I in the dressing room after the game, everybody's distraught. To be honest with you, because you really want to go and put a wee cup run together. It gets the fans in your on your side, gets the team on your side, the committee and everything else, and a wee buzz about it. If you get to a semi or a final, it's it's a good day. And they go up so early, it was bitterly disappointing. I obviously the junior cup as well was been a case of two penalties, one for you, one against you. The the Glenafton game, obviously, he's won in penalties then. The large game which we were at, you've lost in penalties. I thought the Lags game, you were by far the better team first half and Lags grew into it. Would you go along with that, Kyle? And nah, was, before, we to that, before we go into that, what was the thoughts of beating Glenarvan? Good game again. Um, it was a, obviously I, I missed that game as well, so I'm watching it. But it was a, it was a good game for, for both sides. I mean, um, Leon Murphy's goal. I mean, you're not going to see very many better yeah. goals than that all season. Got inside his left foot, um, but no, it was a, it was a, it was a, a good reaction for the boys. Obviously, for going to penalties and obviously winning in penalties, um, 
but as you said, obviously with a, with a large game as well, it was uh, just shows you. I mean, you, you won one game in penalties, the next game you get beaten penalties. It's just it's fat bits. One of the things. Aye. Kieran, the junior cup, obviously a big a big result beating going after in penalties. Was it disappointing as well to lose lose to large in penalties? Aye, well, going after the kind of same similar vibes as we played Talbot, a kind of local derby, and uh, over your local rivals, obviously Kyle's ex team. I'm sure he got a few pelters off the boys. Aye, uh, we done cracking that night, to be honest with you, because into the penalties and it's a 50 50, you know what I mean? It's as you say, that week you win, the following week you yeah. lose. The last game was a hard one to take because the first 45 minutes we were cruising, and I think the only thing it let us down there was they go and get a second or a third goal and then we let Largs back into the game late on and 50-50 penalties at the end it meant to see ourselves in a wee defeat it's not nice Aye definitely that's obviously been your, your season so far we'll touch about and obviously some other wee things when we look at later on but we'll t- touch about in both your careers obviously he's a, Kyle you've been on the show before and we spoke about about your career but for anybody who hasn't seen the show that you did with Chessie and obviously Shankers was on what was your memories like uh, growing up in the game and obviously coming through at Rangers? Brilliant, brilliant. Um, I was at mostly Air United and that uh, pro youth before I went to Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, went there when I was 14, 15 and I was there to 21, 22. Um, so great, great memories. Um, played with some bright good players, played against some very good teams, um, managed to go to Italy in tournaments, go to Germany, go to Holland. Um, I mean, loads of great experiences that, that still, I mean, all love forever with me. Um, obviously managed to, to make my debut for the club that I support as well, which was yeah. which was unbelievable. Um, played, obviously, played a few games and it's stuff that, that dreams are made of, do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I will, we'll touch a wee bit on, obviously, your time at Rangers. We've got a couple of questions about your time at Rangers later on. But, Kieran, you had a similar kind of... Can I join the obviously at Queen's Park then St Mirren? What was your memories like at the, those two clubs? Queen's Park was excellent. You know, I mean they're all, one of the best run clubs in Scotland, to be honest with you. Their, their youth setup was second to run. Playing in the Glasgow Cup and playing against Celtic Rangers, Partick Thistle, and obviously your league duties as well. It was excellent. Um it's actually through my school that I get picked up with St Mirren playing in the, the Scotland school boys. So then that, that kind of led on to my St Mirren career. Leaving school, going full time for three years, it was it was excellent. It was really a big big learning curve for myself. You're mixing in me not only under twenties boys, you're mixing in with the first team. Being being a goalie, you're you're always training with the first team goalies. You're always pushing yourselves. At the time, it was a uh, Craig Sampson, and oh, I was Craig Sampson and Marion Kelly, uh, goalies like that. So well, well, seasoned pros. And I thought I'd, I'd learned a lot. Um, it says it tailed off a wee bit. I picked up a few injuries and that and then ended up going down to part-time, which was which was fine with me because at the end of the day, I've got myself a job as well. So it worked in all right. Brilliant. Kyle, how did, uh, how did you end up going to Glenafton? How, how did that come about? So I'd, um, the, I'd left Alwa in the summer. Um, so I was getting married and that. Tammy, so... can you grab me a charger, please? <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, obviously went went obviously part time at Alwa. Uh, obviously left there that summer. I was um, getting married, um, so go married, come home, everything else. Uh, our, our oldest was, was starting school. Um, you know, I mean, all, all my days in, the, in football, I've been travelling here and everywhere. Obviously yeah. staying in Covenant. 
um, on loan to Brecon, two and a half hours away from the house. Alawan on the half, Dunfermline on the half tours, Glasgow. So it was nice to be a bit closer to home. Um, obviously, I did have some uh, some offers again for for a few different teams, but it was now the kind of right time. Kind of all the family reasons, um, as I said, kind of travelling, we want starting school. So it was a decision I made. Obviously, to come a bit closer to home. Um, I'd, I'd spoke to spoke to Cumnock, spoke to Talbot, uh, spoke to the Glens, obviously, in that summer. Um, my dad does some work for, for Tarzan, the, the fellow obviously that runs the Glens. Yeah. Um, so it was a kind of, it was a, a, a good decision. Obviously, my, my first season at the Glens, you, you go and win the league, go win the Scottish, go in needing time. So it was a great decision football-wise. It made pals for life. I mean, at the Glens, a, a, a great, great team. Um, Great squad, boys that run the, the the team off the park. I mean, brilliant. I mean, couldn't say a bad word about them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've always said you'll be chasing. That was a, an entertaining show for anybody that <laughs> watched. So, well, obviously, if you want, we'll post a link to that as well because there were some great stories about your time of laughing there. Kieran, what, obviously, when you left St. Marin, how did you find going part time before you eventually went to Colburnley? Uh, Going part-time is actually quite good for myself. I ended up at Albion Rovers and I didn't play as much as I would like, but that team we were in, we ended up going and winning the league. So it was at 19, 20 year old, it was something that I, and I wasn't, really, wasn't really used to, to be honest with you. That was my first time in a, in a, in a, in a, a men's environment constantly playing football. And to be like a backup goalkeeper for a season, but for his also and going and win the league, it was an unbelievable experience. So every week you're going to uh, maybe up to Elgin or doing to, doing to Berwick and that, picking up three points. And then it gets to maybe March or April and think to yourself, well, you've actually got a chance here of winning this. I think we won it in the second last day. So it was one of the, probably one of the best times I've had um, in football, even though I didn't play as much. But the experiences and the players I played with that time, still speak to a few of the boys now. And it was it was excellent, I really was. Brilliant. You've obviously went to Cumnock in the past couple of seasons. Kyle obviously took you a bit longer than you originally thought to get get played for Cumnock. What's it been like, obviously, the, the past year or so, obviously no playing and then getting into the Cumnock team? Oh, it's been up and down, do you know what I mean? Obviously, with the, the whole COVID, can you carry on? Um, you're in pre-season for a week, then you're off for two, then you're in for a couple, then you're off for one. And I mean, it's been off, obviously, stop-start, but... No, it's been great. So obviously, there's a, a few of the boys I know for, for playing pro use, for obviously playing against them. I mean, it's a, it's a great group of boys. Um, obviously, with Tony and that, and the manager, um, his, his backroom staff. I mean, great guys, uh, great boys off the park. So no, it's been it's been really good so far. Brilliant, Kieran. How excited are you to to be at Cumnock now? And which second I hope to expectations for them. So now I've got utmost respect for Tony and, and Brian Co. Stewart and Biscuit and that to bring me to Cumlock because I went playing against Cumlock in previous seasons. You can tell they're a massive club, they're a sleeping giant, to be honest with you. Um, but I, Cumlock, I've been made to feel really welcome and it's been good. This is I've only played maybe about 20 30 games through COVID and things like that. We have a stop start season, but the, the club the club is well run, you can tell that. Uh, social club, the part, the facilities are well looked after, changing rooms are brilliant. Um, I, it's, it's a great club to be at. Yeah, definitely. We're going to obviously get back. We'll go back to Conor Baba the club later on, but we've got a few quick fire questions. Obviously, if you've seen the show before, you'll know we 
We asked the manager the quick fire questions and the, the player, the teammates' questions. We're going to actually change that up this week. And both of you is asking answering both of the questions. So we'll start with Kyle. Kieran, you might you've got a few minutes here to think of your answers because you'll get right. Kyle get the questions <laughs> first. Kyle's on the spot. All right, are we ready here, Kyle? You ready on the spot? Van Bronckhorst or Postacoglu? Van Bronckhorst, easy. Messi or Ronaldo? Messi. Favourite film? Ooh, Step Brothers. Best manager played under? Jack Ross. Won the league or won the Scottish Cup? Won the Scottish Cup. You can pick three players from other teams in the Premier Division to play with in the team. Who would you have? Question. Um, who would I play with? Uh, I'll say we Shankers, obviously, because he's here and that good wee player as well. Love that, say that. I'll get slagged if I don't. <laughs> um, who else can I say? Oh, good question. Um, I'll say I'll say we Shankers. I'll say I'll say Jason Marr at Darville. Obviously, okay. played with him at Alwa. Nice. Great player. Um, and I'll see Andy Stullen actually at Darvel as well played with Ferman top top players very good best character you've met in football um, going to say Tad going to say Ryan Boris played with Tad at the Glens um, Tad could be 50 year old and still act like a, a daft 5 year old win <laughs> <laughs> absolute fruit loop best dressing room story best dressing room story <laughs> um, I don't know if I said that actually last time I was on about Wee Shankers I mean Wee, Sh- Wee Shankers is uh, I mean a lovely lovely boy but fucking thick as mince <laughs> uh, playing at Air United and uh, Big Kevin Kyle who's obviously playing there up front so uh, Kelzo the cat man used to call uh, Big Kev uh, Bison Aye. because he's fucking huge and he's, he's massive so during the game the game's going on and uh, Shankers is shouting, Dyson, Dyson, he's the ball, Dyson. <laughs> Did you then tell us that? Not that he's all up and about, oh, what the fuck are you talking about? So, that's his name, his name is Dyson. <laughs> Honestly, brilliant. Oh, yeah, there's tons of stories about Aye, was, Shankers uh, Brilliant. Best player played with? Um, Lee Wallace, maybe, at Rangers. Lee who's, Wallace. The, who's the worst? Oh, I don't know if I can answer that, to be honest with <laughs> you. I'll say Big Kieran. <laughs> best player played against. Um, best player played against. Um, best player played against. Played against uh, Ben Arthur in pre-se- a pre-season game. So was obviously in Newcastle. I mean, the guy was an absolute joke. I <laughs> um, probably, probably Ben Arthur. Ben Arthur. Most embarrassing moment. Most embarrassing moment. Scored a few own goals, so they're obviously never, they're never great. Uh, I probably say own goals. Favorite other sport? Favorite other sport? American football. American. NFL. Best moment in football? I'd have to say make my debut obviously at Rangers. Um, I mean, as a, a boyhood fan, I mean, it's as I said earlier, it's what dreams are made. Of. So I mean, to go and play for the team you support, and I mean, that, that was unbelievable. Brilliant away. Kieran, are you ready to be put in the spot? Aye. Now you second it.
There we go. Ah, uh, is Kieran we're ready to be put in the spot? Yep. Van Bronckhorst or Postacoglu? Postacoglu. Messi or Ronaldo? Ronaldo. Favourite film? Uh, Law Abiding Citizen. Very good. Good choice. Best manager played under? Stephen Swift. Won the league or won the Scottish? Scottish. Best character you've bet in football? Stephen Thompson. St. Marin Stephen Thompson. Oh, what a guy, man. <laughs> the funniest guy you'll ever meet in your life. Sports scene, sports scene, the, the presenter of sports scene. Yeah, but honestly, one of the funniest guys you ever meet, definitely. Best dressing room story? Um, I don't know if I should say these online, but honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a few. Um, boy Gary White's birthday at St Mirren, so he's come in with the clobber and thinking he's a really big time in that. So he's come in, he's done his training. He's hanging up his stuff and that. He's been out to a couple of the boys have sneaked in just before he's come in for training. And he's with cut wee holes in his t-shirt and he's just and wee holes in his shorts and things like that. Uh, he's came in, got his shower and that, pulled on his t-shirt, he's got holes everywhere. We then get him outside into, into the car park and we get the tyres on him, we tape him up, put him into the tyres and roll him up and down the park. He says it wasn't his happiest birthday, put it that way. <laughs> You can pick three players from other teams in the West of Scotland Premier Division to play with you at Cumnock. Who would they be? It's a tough one. Darn Miller, Darvel. Cracking player. Um, it's a hard one, that, to be honest with you. Big Leishman, to be honest with you, I'd like to try my big Leishman. Cracking big goalkeeper. Um, and third one would be... Um, it's a hard one. Can not really think here? <laughs> Michael Byrne for Glen, uh, Glen Cairn. So I played with Big Mac, Big Mac already. He's a legendary guy, but it's a cracking last room. Brilliant. Best player played with? John McGinn. Worst? <laughs> well, he says me, so I'll say Kyle. <laughs> Best player played against? Played against... Probably in one of the youth days, Islam for us when he was at Celtic. Brilliant. Yeah, Honestly, I think I was only 14 or 15 year old, and this boy could do things with a boy you never seen before in your life. By cracking player. Most embarrassing moment? Oh, I don't love this one. Then I get uh, chipped on Sky Sports for playing for Scotland against England. Don't love it doing my mates. Who <laughs> chips you? Uh, I'm not really sure what the boy's name, but I was on Sky Sports in James's Park. Everybody was watching, and it's an embarrassment moment for myself. <laughs> Favourite other sport? Uh, NFL, I'm the same as Kyle. Very Something good. we regularly talk about. Well, ask you both this, actually. We've got our best quarterback in the NFL. Kyle, go first. Right now? Aye. I don't know if to say Patrick Mahomes, but I mean, obviously... Big, big Tom Brady's not mean the best ever. Not mean that's Kieran. Who have we got? Well, I'm a Chiefs man myself, so I'm going to have to say my homes as well. Mahomes. Final question: best memory in football? It's probably <laughs> winning the league with Albion Rovers or winning the league with Clyde. So you, you always remember the trophies you win. So I. 
Both of them. Definitely. We'll move on to putting some of your teammates under the under the microscope. You obviously you are both gonna get it's just usually the player, one player that gets this questions, but you're both here, so they're both gonna get the questions. You could just ask answer one after the other. So are you ready for this? Yep. Who's the best trainer at Cumnock? Best trainer at Cumnock? I'd say big Jamie Wilson. I'd agree with that. agree with that. Who's the worst? Um, who's the worst? Hash. Hash. <laughs> <laughs> You're reading my mind there, by the way. <laughs> Best dancer. Best dancer. See, with our Christmas night last week, I'm trying to think actually who was throwing some moves. Honestly, we Callum Veach. We Callum Veach was, was flinging his cell a bit. <laughs> I seen Adam Martin come out of a smoke machine about three o'clock in the morning doing the Michael Jackson. <laughs> Who's got the best potential to be a future manager? Um, future manager. I think Kieran, to be fair. I think oh. the, the big man could do all right, actually, when you hear him talking that. I mean, he, he speaks a good game. I'd say big Kieran. Kieran, would you agree? Uh, I don't know if I agree with manager side of it. Maybe I go away coach it, I push. <laughs> nah, big Kyle knows his stuff. To be honest with you, Tony and that put a wee bit of emphasis on Kyle. He says bit after games and everything he says was bang on, so I'd say, I'd say Kyle. Brilliant. Team Hardman. Jay Wilson. Nah, exactly. Nah, I mean, the boy yesterday, MMA and stuff like that. I mean, <laughs> if you're not going to say, I'm not going to say, I'm I fucking am born that bit, why? <laughs> I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to say Finlay Fry. He thinks he's a hard man. But that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the most skillful? Most skillful? Uh, we Paul Smith. We Paul. Paul's a, Paul's a cat and we play. So is I Paul. We Paul Smith. I would say, I'd say Jamie Wilson. Jamie Wilson pulls off some, some skills. Some some cracking skills, aye. If I think I don't want to wait to Darville, I think we end up that's where we get our goal for. So aye, Jimmy Wilson. Who's the quickest? Jamie Conn. Yeah, aye, quite agree with that. Definitely. Who's the slowest? I could butt there to be fair. Who's the slowest? Big Rudy, in fact. I'll, I'll be having a race, aye, Big Rudy. Big, big Rudy, slower than me. <laughs> I'll go for myself. I can't. I can't sprint. Best character in the dressing room. We Finley. We fun. We we fun's one of the one of the best boys you ever meet in your life. I mean, cracking me guy. I uh, mean, Finley bounce off each other. I say he's a blue half a Glasgow and the green half a Glasgow. <laughs> so it's good. I I'd say Finley as well. Cracking guy. You have just had your worst night out. Who had the worst best sense that night? Ooh. Oh, what's dress sense? Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say hash again, purely for the fact that he was wearing the hat, and the hat was about fucking six inches off. I I'm totally agreeing with that. I was going hash, to say that. Can't I am brew under it, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Final question. Who's the teacher's pet? Teacher's pet. Big Aldo. 
I'd say so. Right, as you know, if you've seen the show before, you know we get some sources to give us some information about you behind the scenes, and we've got a few here, so let's just get into them now. We'll start with the first one here. Where does Kieran, sorry, I don't know you, who are you, come from? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Listen, that's, that's an interesting thing, mate. I can't disclose that in public. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave that one at that. <laughs> just been reliably informed that Big Kieran was in New York a few years back and was randomly being stopped for photographs but didn't know why. After one photograph, he was asked if he ever caught Kevin McAllister. <laughs> <laughs> I take it as Jimmy Wilson, aye. I'm not saying that. Aye, that's who that is. I'll get him back for that. What was the best? What was? Give us two or three stories from the Kalil team night out. This is far. You can both answer last. Um, See, I've already, I've already said one. I say me and me, Paul Smith, end up back in the club about, about three, half three. And Adam's Adam Martin just out of nowhere. We were just at the bar, out of nowhere. Comes out the smoke machine, half three in the morning himself. <laughs> so Jesus Christ, where have you been all night? <laughs> um, see, I don't know because no any stories in the train, no. See, I we get the card down. So I know on the train, no. To be honest, no. The train wasn't the bad. Actually, I think that was before. Rather the drinking started. it. So I think if only sense was going to be said it'd been the train on the way down. I don't know about the train on the way home. Um I think well, uh, there's obviously think, a few of the boys trying buds and stuff, but I mean you're no want to incriminate anybody just in case, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm not saying names, but they the know who they are. Kyle, this is for you. Who was your favourite Ali McCoy story at Ibrooks? Favourite Ali McCoy story. Um Well, oh, see, see, obviously, my time there. See, obviously, what was happening at the club at the time? Right. Do you know what I mean? With obviously administration and everything else. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, you were still getting a laugh and a joke and a carry on, but it's probably the only time I would have said where he's been half serious and probably has to be kind of half serious. Do you know what I mean? The kind of, you, you were getting a kind of laugh and a joke and that and at training and stuff, but. I mean, five minutes after that, he's, he's away trying to make sure that come, uh, make sure that Rangers don't go bust. Do you know what I mean? But um, he loved it. Loved his cricket, right enough. Loved his cricket. I mean, we went to Germany pre-season, and uh, we we're on the on the on the plane, and we we're sitting down there just at the front, getting ready to take off. Another big cheer come up for Banyi. Turned out it was cause England had won some fucking cricket game. <laughs> don't know what it was, but I loved his cricket. I mean. Kieran, how many times did John McGinn score worldies on at you? John McGinn's technique's frightening and his bum's even better, I'll tell you. <laughs> nah, John, John was excellent when we played together. He actually, when my first season there, he, he, he never played. He had a problem with, I think it was his hips or his, or his groins or something like that, and he, he battered the gym for a full season. Uh, barely played, came back, captain does, and that's where he ended up getting his wee move into the first team. It was... Honestly, cracking, cracking player. And probably did score a few worldies into me, but I'll not let him give him that satisfaction. <laughs> <laughs> Can you ask Kyle about his debut for the Glens in a friendly against Anne Bank 
and I quote, had a nuke and everyone was like, did he play for Rangers? <laughs> nah, I don't know about that, to be fair. Um, I'm back pre-season, see, but honestly, that was obviously my first kind of introduction obviously, to the juniors. So we went there, obviously, I've turned up my bits and stuff like that, and it's probably the longest grass I've ever played on in my life. I mean, you were, the ball was getting stuck underneath your feet, you were fucking falling out of them. I mean, you're like, oh, no, here we fucking go, what have I done? Is it true that you leaked the picture of the naked picture of a certain goalkeeper at a Scottish Cup final? <laughs> Unbelievable, <laughs> isn't it? The, oh, we, see, honestly, right? I didn't see, know any of that until oh, the day, by the way. See, see when that fool you get 10, right? So obviously, <laughs> you know, you've just won the Scottish Cup, everyone else, I mean, folk are coming in at the changing room. I didn't notice it. It, it was... Uh, was it my wee sister? I was it my missus? It was one of the two of them who said, oh, by the way, you seen what's on Facebook? I'm like, there's a few photos here, obviously the boys in the change room and stuff. Didn't they realise that Brian's in the background, obviously, with the bobby? <laughs> this is from Brian, actually. This is one of the sources I will reveal. Ask, ask him what it was like to sit beside Brian in a changing room for four years. Was he as hard work as he thought it was? Brian was brilliant. As I said earlier on, I mean, boys that just Brian's a winner, so that's that's what it is. He's, he's a winner. Um, he's probably the only goalkeeper I've ever played with that doesn't like doing shooting and training. Fucking hates it. Doesn't like diving about. Um, but no, it's just Brian, a, a, a great guy, lovely, lovely guy. I mean, but I think probably the same as every goalkeeper. Every goalie's fucking crazy, aren't they? I think they have to be to win goals. He's he's definitely one of them. We've got a final question that's just come through. Have you got a favourite Stephen Thompson story, Kieran? Oh, honestly, it's probably not a story that it happened to me personally, but if you've got a spare five minutes, see if you log on to YouTube and type in Stephen Thompson Burnley bus, just go and watch that. It's, it's one of the weirdest, funniest moments yeah, I guess fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. Aye, I'd say that one. Brilliant, but we're obviously going to take a look at what's coming up. Obviously, it's been all change at Cumberland over the past few weeks. Before we get into talking about the, the new manager, obviously, Brian got the job last night. How much are you thankful for Tony's time there, Kyle, and which I can overall take away as a Tony's time at the club? I've got on really, really well with Tony. Um, got on really well with, with, with Tony, with, with Branco, with Stuart, with Biscuit. I mean, I, I, I generally couldn't say a bad word, so it's about any of them. Um, Really, really nice folk away from the football as well. Um, I mean, obviously, when, when my grand there was, wasn't obviously well when she passed, yeah. every, every one of them all text me, obviously, hope everything's all right, hope the family's okay, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, gentlemen, that's that's exactly what they're I mean. And obviously, it was, it's, it's, it's football, it's one of the things, it's it's no nice to see anybody lost their job. Um, obviously, for whether it's right, whether it's wrong, whether it's indifferent. I mean, us as players, we can't take today with that. But ultimately, I mean, we've we let them down. So, I mean, that's as Kieran said earlier, that's obviously why they ended up losing, losing his job. Kieran, how much will you be thankful for the, the backroom team that were at the club and Tony as well? Hi, so I've got massive respect for Tony. Having, obviously, playing against his teams when I was younger, always knew it hard to set up and things like that. And then to actually be in his team, so he, he, he took me for Coburnie. I wasn't having the best time at Coburnie. He signed me for coming up, put a lot of faith in me, gave me a number one jersey within two or three days of signing me. So I, I will always have massive respect for Tony and I wish him all the best for his future. Same with Biscuit, uh, Tony, uh, Biscuit, 
Stuarty and Branko. Yeah, absolutely. We, we definitely send my best on to the, all of them as well. Brian McGinn, he's obviously the new manager. He's obviously got the job last night. Kyle, how excited are you to work with Brian? Obviously, a, a former player at Cumberland, looking obviously he's a, a good track record in the game. Nah, he's, he's obviously a good record. Um, obviously, with his teams he's managed. Um, I think obviously with, with the Meda, obviously when he was there, mm-hmm. um, taking them for relatively nothing by all accounts to a right good, good team. I mean, teams were, obviously what Kieran was saying there about Tony's teams been hard to play against. That was always the case um, against the Meda. And I mean, it was big physical boys. I mean, it wasn't, a, it wasn't an easy point, never mind an easy three points. So it's something that I'm, I'm obviously looking forward to to playing under um, and hoping that the same obviously applies to us. Keenan, are you excited to work with Brian and how much you can look forward to the, the new era at the club? I see we got a we got a brief talking to Brian last night after, after training and stuff he was saying was 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 brilliant. It was a breath of fresh air. So I I'm definitely looking forward to the next coming games because the, the way he spoke last night, the boys look as if he responded even just speaking to him for 10, 15 minutes. So I it'll be good going forward. Absolutely, yeah. And obviously the, the next few the next few was a massive run for the club. Ben Bob away on Saturday, then you just go to Pollock and home at Glen Affen before Christmas. Kyle, how important is it to first of all secure survival and get back to a win and run? Definitely. As I said earlier, I mean, you don't need to be the worst team in the league this year to get relegated. I mean, so it's definitely something that we are, we've put ourselves in a position and it's we need to get ourselves out of that position, do you know what I mean? So, obviously, you're hoping for a, a good wee run between now and obviously the Christmas break. Obviously, we group, obviously, for, for the Christmas break and have a, a good crack at it, obviously, the second half of the season. Kieran, how big's the next few weeks for, for coming up and obviously getting into kind of the tail end of the season? How important is it just to get the, the survival for the season? Nah, I think what's important in the next couple of weeks is to set ourselves a target. Yeah. Both, and we're not going to get first, second, or third. Do you know what I mean? We need to be top of that many league out with the bigger teams that are obviously. Not so much with the bigger teams, but teams are doing better this year. So we need to set ourselves a target and work towards that for the remaining games of the season. But I, if we can get a good amount of points before Christmas, the boys can get into the kind of two-week uh, wee break before the games and recharge the batteries and we'll go for the second half of the season. And obviously the the one kind of last thing before we finish up, we, you've got to give credit to the, the set-up at Cumnock as well, considering where the club was a few years ago. Kyle, it is a massive difference, obviously, a few years ago, how good the kind of support and infrastructure been at the club recently? Def- definitely, I mean, I, obviously as a Cumnock boy, um, I mean, I've I played there as a boy, obviously for boys club, um, when, whenever I wasn't playing, and if the juniors was on, I would go and watch them. Um, There's been massive, massive changes from the last five, ten years. I think, um, like you say, obviously with Kevin and, and Alistair, and Jamie Campbell, I mean, these kind of boys they deserve a lot, a lot of credit. Yeah. I think, obviously, when when Jamie came in and, and started helping out, obviously, with the, the, the junior social side of things. I mean, started generating money, obviously, for, for the social. And if the junior club is doing well, the social does well, and obviously vice versa. So, no, these, these guys deserve a lot, of, a lot of credit. Definitely, Kieran. How impressed have you been with the setup at Comlet Sanchez? Uh, to be honest with you, it's the most I've ever seen a committee hands on. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, Saturday you'll at least see one or two of them every time you, you go down to come look which is the first time I've ever seen it at a football club you can tell the amount of hard work they're putting in behind the scenes uh, I'm not like you, I'm not from Cumlock but 
I'm mega impressed the way they set up. So you've got the social club, the the parks immense. You've got brilliant changing facilities. So I the club is, as I said before in the podcast, I think it's a sleeping giant. Definitely, yeah, definitely, definitely. But we're going to wish you all the best for this season. It's been an absolute pleasure to be on the show. Thanks very much. He's both for coming on. Just Scott, thanks very thanks much. Thanks very much, Scott. That was an absolute pleasure. Brilliant. Thank you very much to everyone who's tuned in to the show. Please subscribe to our YouTube and podcast channels. And as always, follow us on social media for more consistent West of Scotland content. Thanks very much, everyone. We'll see you soon. Cheers.